Hey, what's happening, everyone? Hope you guys are having a great day. Just wanted to give you a heads up. This episode of the Conscious Man Podcast is raw, unedited, and uncut. Uh, we wanted this to be this conversation to be as real as possible, and uh, so we sat down together, Slavic and I, and uh, we just let the chips fall where they did, and uh, we just let the tape roll, man. So. That's what's going to be coming at you in this episode. And his journey of transformation is uh, a pretty great uh, conversation. So I think you're really going to enjoy. All right, everyone. Peace. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Conscious Man Podcast. I am your host, Scott Pagliaccio, and I am joined live today in his studio, in his home, uh, my friend Slavic, who I met roughly a month ago, and we sat down, and as you like, uh, as you know, I like to dive deep, so we immediately became fast friends, and uh, in my experience, had a, a beautiful conversation about many things, and uh, I'm just going to pass the mic to Slavic and let him introduce himself. And uh, like he just told me, like he just mentioned, we're just going to have a raw experience here of sharing heart to heart, two men, and uh, what's alive for the both of us. So Slavic, if you don't mind. Absolutely, Scott. It was a very nice uh, uh, and a big pleasure to meet you the, this uh, couple of three weeks ago. And like you said, it was def- definitely a beautiful experience because you know I also felt connection right away. Uh, and uh, you know sometimes you can't explain it in words, but you all you have to do is feel, and that's what I did. I felt. I felt that. Uh, that the you know beautiful uh, human being is out there, and uh, we connected. I would say we connected right away, and uh, the search really I felt you know you didn't even have to say much, but I already saw this thirsty, thirsty young man looking for <laughs> uh, for connection of some sorts, and we definitely connected because we spent like he actually came to you know uh, was looking for some other position i remember like and and yeah. we just uh, started talking completely off the topic and went to where it led to this podcast i guess you know uh, a yeah. couple of weeks down the road yeah so basically a few things about me uh, uh, i'm just uh, um, uh, a guy uh, who had a you know a life-changing experience uh, in a, uh, like a couple of years ago and i'm just here try to uh, share it with you guys uh, you know as it goes I don't know what else much to yeah. say what else do you want to say about me no that would, maybe we can start with the experience that that we talked about that you had a couple of years ago yeah so I mean to to have a uh, to to have a quick start probably Yeah, so basically, uh, basically, uh, the life for me, you know, was just, uh, I thought, going uh, very normal, very, you know, uh, set, you know, you pretty much like all of us, we have certain goals in life, and we are trying to follow those goals, and we think that, you know, uh, as soon as we reach certain uh, 
threshold in our life, uh, our life finally start, you know, flourishing because we have to make so many sacrifices in order for us to achieve this level of success as we know it. Uh, for me, it was a little bit interesting because, you know, uh, I, I was married for like 18 years almost, you know, have four kids. And uh, uh, for me at age 40, I kind of like um, uh, uh, experienced that, you know, I was thinking I was building towards some kind of a better future from all of us. But then uh, at that point, it was some kind of like a, a certain thing had to happen at this age and like everything is uh, fell apart as a house of cards. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was a very traumatic experience because, you know, you kind of going in your life and uh, you're trying to think that, you know, you, you know something about life, you, yeah. you, you understand something about life. And then at 40, I came to the conclusion that I have no, no understanding whatsoever what I was doing, who I was, because, you know, we all think and our nature is that we're trying to identify these things. We're trying to, uh, we know that, uh, okay, I'm a father, I'm a husband, uh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a, I don't know, a, a leader, a son, uh, or what have you, you know, like an a, a employer, or, you know, you, you, we have so many identification we're trying to kind of like integrate into over our life period, yeah. that we kind of like getting lost in that experience, and uh, basically, uh, to me, I, I, like all, the, all, the, all, this, all this little stick note started to fall. From me, off from me because you know, as soon as the things started to change when you know I was going through the uh, uh, breakup or divorce separation uh, yeah, yeah, you know and yeah. uh, all those you know identification they uh, automatically started to come off because but uh, the problem is that your ego uh, as I found out later is trying to hold on to it as much as possible because you can't just let it go right because if you let it all go then it means that you no longer exist because you're so much attached towards uh, all these things in your life, external things, right. which, which you think it's not just the things, but who you are. Right. Because you think if it's taken from you, then basically there is no, you cannot find yourself anymore. You, 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 you're losing your purpose in life. You're losing your goals. They, 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 everything was like a, big fat lie or a huge illusion and what is going on and, and, and that's what basically I was faced, uh, faced with and uh, my journey began I guess at that point as well. So that it, that's we have similar stories there mm -hmm. and I think that's how we connected initially and it sounds like to me if I'm hearing correctly is like your your personal life was falling apart but your spiritual life was falling together and as uh, as that was happening it's I mean, it, it's, it is, it's really scary. It was for me anyway. I, so I'm, I'm kind of feeling into myself during the situation that I experienced and it was like, yeah, who am I? Who am I and, and what am I supposed to do now? And so I'm curious to know, what, what did you do? What, what was the next step for you as you started to Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, whenever, whenever everything falls apart, whenever everything falls apart, you're basically feeling like uh, there is no reason for you to live anymore. You, people, and I felt you know very much of a, uh, you know you're going into depression. You're yeah. going, uh, you know, you're going, uh, and you know as we men are taught to always you know, keep it to ourselves. Of you course, know, we don't go out there and starting to look for solace uh, from some because we try, we try, trying to tough it out, you know. Yeah. And for many years, and I've been going for several years, 
the whole thing. Just you know, stuffing that pain. Uh, not stuffing, no. To just even to get uh, to understand uh, what to do next because I, I was in a loss. I mean, yeah. I, I did not know who I was anymore, what to do, how to change it. And uh, basically, you know, the whole identity thing started to fall off. I have to identify with something. I was looking for what do I do I need to identify with yeah you know at that point you know of course you know I wouldn't uh, miss this uh, fact that um, uh, my greatest support came from uh, where I never expected it to come from and that was my younger brother yeah. uh, I did not realize that he was on such a level of understanding of what life is all about but you know he was kind of like you know uh, was not ever trying to force his, himself on me because mm -hmm. you know I me myself I, I, I fought prior to that happening that I understand life you know I was married right. for so many years and he was never married oh you know, this and that so you're I, the big I, brother I'm the big brother I'm looking kind of down on him kind uh, of in a way okay. like you know like you, you need to put your life together you know kind of thing you know, go figure it out and all of a sudden whenever things you know and uh, happens to me I, I come to this vulnerable place and, mm -hmm. and I and I you know I didn't know who else to turn to so I started talking to him and for me, I realized um, and learned many, many, many beautiful truths and things from him. But he was trying to hold me through. We were like had, having therapy session like three hours a day. You and say. him talking yeah, together? Three you hours and your brother? Almost every day for like wow. eight, nine months. You know, because I was trying to have people, you know, go consult psychologists. But for me, too shallow, not taking me nowhere. It's not my level. No, this guy didn't pay him a penny, you know, I mean, <laughs> but you know, uh, but he's your brother. But you know, he he understood me like I did not understand myself. Mm. Well, for me, it was a, such a huge surprise because I, I really realized that I had rediscovered him through okay. through this experience because I didn't think I, I don't think I knew him that in from that side of. Uh, so of, there was some some. Did you guys live in proximity to one another? Or? No, 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 we just like skyped. Uh, oh, okay. You know, like like uh, now day and age, you can yeah, Skype. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so that's what I, you know. But again, you know, I also started to like do a lot of like searching, researching, like to understand who I'm. Because you know, psychologists would tell you, oh, go ahead and just uh, write it down who you think you are, and you know, this kind of BS. Yeah. Right there, and you just try. Okay, I'm a father. I'm this. I'm blah blah. And go like you go to six, and you 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 blank. You, you don't even know who you are anymore. <laughs> right. But then you're trying to like you know to uh, make sense of it, and you understand all of it doesn't make sense. Because you know who you are is not who they told you you are, but who are you prior to they start to pull all those stickers on you? Who were you prior to that? That's right. the question. That's the little question. And many people in life, you know, I realized that uh, did not um, really uh, go that deep. They all like to scratch on the surface and kind of leave it. Yeah. You know, leave it. Nobody wants to dive deep because they're afraid of themselves. Yeah. They're or they just believe what they've been told. Like it's yes. you don't ask. I mean. It sounds like until you go through something really traumatic, that that question perhaps doesn't even come up. No, it doesn't. And we could go our entire lives following the model that was downloaded from us from our parents and society. That is absolutely and you, true. And that question never comes up. And I think it doesn't. I feel like not that it's a conspiracy, but they, whoever they are, see, we're desi they designed. We're designed to yeah. stay subservient and not asking those questions because yeah. if we do wake up well the, the conditioning part that you're referring to is uh, very 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 important 
part of this dialogue we're having here because yeah, basically sure. we don't know much about because you know I, I, I was younger and I was growing up also in a church environment as well yeah, you know, if, if you see and look at those things you know you can't like really say oh I'm blaming somebody my parents or people who I was you know in the church with no no, no it's no. not about the blame because you know th those people were acting in a certain way because they were taught to do course, like they were raised this way yeah. but you see this conditioning comes way back from generation by generation thousands of years of experience yeah and that's you know people uh, nobody will be able to point you in the direction of where it came from but the point of it all was is that yes to subdue because even you know great uh, you know roman emperors they would say you know just the way for you to do control about the whole thing is that you divide and then you can rule Mm -hmm. So you have to divide. So what happens is they, uh, in the church, mm -hmm. in, in, in the government, yeah. especially in the church, of course. They, they, they want you to be divided within. They say, okay, you have to hate your sinful body, your desires, your this and that. And so they teach you from the very young age to be hateful towards yourself. Yeah. Now, uh, now tell me, please, uh, if that's the case, how could you fulfill Jesus's? A, a suggestion to love your neighbor like yourself if you have not learned how to love yourself first yeah. so everything everything starts with you know loving yourself first and you know knowing who you are you know embracing who you are and not letting this other outside sources mm. to break you down from within because that's where the whole thing starts somebody else tells you that you are not good as you are yeah it starts with our, even with our parents, unfortunately. And, and again, and I'm guilty because I'm a parent, and I know that I've that's right infected my children with that. And and that, and that is the place, not because like we have to be blamed for it, but because this is the society, this is the conditioning, this is the system, and it doesn't matter where you were brought up, yeah. you know, in the West or in the, well, in the East, it's slightly different. But you know, the parental respect, you have to respect no matter they're right or wrong. You have to just go by the. By yeah. the book, you know. Don't it, listen to your own heart. Yeah. Abandon yourself. That, that's it. And, and you right. Right. listen to your father. As long as you're asking, uh, as long as you're obeying, you're good. If you start asking questions, you rebel, you won't be excommunicated yeah. from the family, from the church, from the society. Who is the biggest anarchist in your, in your opinion? Biggest anarchist. At, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I would say the guy is, uh, you know, the, been a role model for me. I would say, you know, which I didn't have very many. But the guy who uh, basically kind of brought it home for me because, like I said, we never talked about the experience I've had because you know, we just kind of started our little conversation yeah. here. But uh, the guy who actually helped me on my journey after you know trying to put me kind of like uh, uh, back to my senses uh, was and still is uh, the Osho guy. Osho, yeah, I'm yeah. familiar. I've read a lot of his stuff. I love his. Yeah, yeah, he is a, a, a very uh, unusual individual, used to be. You know what, maybe for the listener, just like fill them in on who Osho is or... Okay, you know, Osho... I understand, you understand, we know, yeah, and just to, yeah. for someone who might not understand. Uh, Osho is the, is the uh, a mystical person, he's a mystic, he was a mystic himself, you know, mm -hmm. basically what mystic is, it's the person who had a, a mystical experience for himself and have uh, uh, attained to what we call enlightenment. Mm. And so basically this person who was able and his passion was uh, to bring it down to the masses. Yeah. Basically the experience itself to share it is possible and it is 
uh, you know, with that you do attain that liberation or nirvana or you know, yeah. moksha. Uh, not no. heaven in person, not in that sense. He he has his own opinion about it, because you know. But uh, you know, he's basically like a very like for me uh, number one uh, mystical to go person. If you have any questions. In the enlightenment and who you are in, in enlightenment department okay cool. yeah, yeah yeah absolutely I mean, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so it's, it's very briefly about him but you know he had a little commune there's a netflix video you know maybe biased a little bit or whatnot but you know sure you, you can't you can't really uh, have an opinion about the person from the other people's opinion you have to dive into his own work you know to hear him say things to understand and you know not even to understand him on a mental level but to to feel him because yes. whenever you uh, just trying to mentally understand somebody it's one thing but you would project your own bias even into that but to feel him is a totally different thing it's like basically from heart to heart experience yeah. where you see a person who has experienced something in his life and whenever he talks it's not even he talks but he basically speaks in silence and it's like a universal language this is how universe communicates in yeah. silence and even if you know he does say a few things and there are many people it will go right by them but if you've been in the same place where he was on it on, 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 uh, you know in his experience that uh, it definitely will make sense to you yeah no it does because i feel like that's how we connected when we first met it wasn't because of the words that you said or the words that i said it was a felt sense yes and that is from the energy energy felt from our hearts yes, yes, in yes. uh yeah so that makes perfect sense to me and I, I i feel like when we talk about feelings that's another area that is you know maybe challenging for some you know men and women i don't believe that men are the only ones that can't feel i feel i i feel like women are as challenged as men and and when we learn how to communicate with our hearts, and, and that's a big deal for me is being, you know, I am a man, and being more heart-centered and being able to love more fully, like you said, it's it starts here on my side, and it's a love of self and not allowing all of these influences from outside dictate who I am. Like you said, it's an inner knowing. This is an inner game, and we have been taught or conditioned to think that you know, love comes from the outside, you know, our, our parents and, you know, from the other, from the other. Yes. From the other. So we, but yeah. other, in, our, in my experience is self, it, there's no differentiation, yeah. but that's a whole, that may be a whole yeah. other. No, 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 it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. The love uh, question, right? You see, the whole thing is that it's a very, very tedious uh, situation because, you know, like, uh, yourself, I have experienced uh, in firsthand what I thought love was, you know, it's supposed to be. And I can tell you for 100% that, you know, many people say that, you know, oh, if it didn't last, then it wasn't real. Mm. You know? For me, it was as real as a heart attack, the love I experienced for that person. Sure. And I loved that person really fully, how I understood love at that point, yeah. back, back then in my life. You know, but uh, the problem is, is that, you know, uh, you don't, Nobody can give you a definite answer what love is if you yeah. ask them a question like what love is. Please, yeah. please define it in a few words, you know, in, 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 in Wikipedia or whatever. <laughs> yeah. you know? And they would have a very interesting terms about, you know, trying to describe that, uh, that word. But you see, it is, it is uh, also something that is uh, indescribable. 
this is this is not uh, this is not something that you know you feel only based on feelings because you yeah. know uh, it, it can be but it's just a partial and it's like you know a diamond you know uh, it has d different different ways it shines from different sides and it will have give you a different glare of it you know yeah. but but you know it's just part of it it's, but it's not the whole thing you see you, you, you can understand you know it's like you know you, you put a, a, a five blind people in the room with an elephant and uh, five, wait, say that again. five blind people in the room with an elephant uh -huh, yeah and you ask them could you please describe what you feel uh, on, your, on your own personal opinion and of course you know people send a circle and they try to do this they, 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 they stand in different places elephant is in the room yeah and they try to feel what love is you know whatever that is and they please what is it and the guy one who said looks like something mushy and looks like something like a, like a like a like a pillar you know like a, like a, like this is what love is and he'll give you one description of the elephant's leg for example yeah. the other will his head or his you know trunk mm -hmm. you know and, and from all this you know sides you'd have a, a different explanation of what the, but it wouldn't have a full picture mm, yeah. you see the full picture would be hidden from you because you do not see the full thing right so you wouldn't be able to really know or describe fully and completely you can have only have partial understanding so for you to fully experience it you have your eyes have to be open mm. You see, you cannot stay in the dark, you know, you have to turn on the lights, you know, and you have to see the full picture, and then you'll be able to describe the, full, the, the whole thing. So, what I'm trying to say, it can be just something which you feel and, and try to describe based upon, but this is something that you have to fully experience in mm, person okay. for yourself to understand what it is. Right. So, you, in a way, you know, when you talk about love, for example, you know, many people, when they're trying to get into a relationship because you know I got married young. I don't know about you. What's that? I, I got married young. I was ah, no, I was old. I was twenty-three at that time. You know, she was nineteen, probably. You know, and uh, many people get into relationships. You know, and uh, like we uh, earlier mentioned, uh, that uh, we try to uh, uh, find uh, uh, that love, right? Mm, yeah, love. the other person completes you, and, and we feel that this other person would complete us. So right. we're looking for. The, we're on a constant lookout for this other person. Yeah, out there. Out there, out yeah. there somewhere. And all of a sudden we meet the person we think falls into that category. Yeah. You know, and that's it, we fall in love. That's what we call falling in love. Because it is very hard, hard to describe, like, uh, like, you know, explain why you fall in yeah, love. Yeah, there's chemicals in But there is a bunch of things which you just fall into it, you know? Yeah. But, you know, and all of a sudden on the other end, uh, the same uh, situation happens. You know, that person is also... Uh, looking for the exact same thing you are looking right. for for love. So, but uh, uh, let me ask you a question: sure. when these people, like who are looking for that in this other person, for, so they're looking for something they obviously do not possess. Ah, right? yeah. So yeah. if you do not possess what it is you're looking for, and you're looking, at, uh, so you see uh, those people come together uh, as uh, basically two beggars, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. who, who are there. But then they have nothing to offer. They are only there to try to, to take, take, to take. Yeah. They're trying to something to take. Yeah. And guess what? You know, like in our society, it works for some time even because that's called you know we wear our masks. You yeah. know, we have our, we put our best foot forward. <laughs> yeah. And you know, and, and 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 this mask even can hold on for a couple of years. Who knows? You know, you can. But then you feel kind of like more like uh, like uh, you know comfortable in this relationship. Yeah. 
and then basically you know you your mask starting to drop off you know yeah, you can see the real person and, and, and then kind of you, uh, but then you, oh fuck it and you just let it go yeah and then you know and then you realize that basically you know one part says well, you lied to me you're not who you are mm. and you're like but you're not either mm-hmm. so you you kind of like said but you you're not who you're presenting yourself to be and the confusion comes in and you know people start fighting people doing other different things yeah. and it can even go longer than three maybe 10 15 years but people trying to keep it together right per se but the problem was far back then everything has started you see you have to start right because now if they say the foundation is not there you know whatever you're going to build is going to be going all kind of directions but not the right one not, not the right direction yeah so if you think or believe that you can come into a relationship and uh, find the other half you're grossly mistaken because unless you are full and complete person complete within yourself yeah and you can give and share that state of being of who you are with the other there is no way anybody would complete you because basically it's like not even two halves it's like two uh, emptiness is coming together yeah. and they're trying to fulfill each other there's nothing to pull from they're trying to you know, you know, take it out, but there is nobody can really pull and it dries out fast. No one can replenish the. There is no replenishment coming yeah. in either. So yeah. basically, you know, that's what the I think the whole tragedy of the whole experience is. It 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 is. It's tragic, but then it's also triumphant because had you not had that experience mm-hmm. of losing the person that you thought you loved, which is what what I'm hearing you say is, you never lost anything because it was always inside of you. Let's let's go down that road a little bit. Let's let's go on that journey on how you had to go through that experience that was very difficult and very, you know, transformative to find out the truth that you now know that you don't have to seek anything outside of you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's interesting for the listener because I feel like a lot of us are searching outside of ourselves for this whatever it is and, and it's not to be found out there over there in the corner that it's actually something we've always possessed we were born with it's our birthright at least in my experience but i'd like for you to share with the listener your experience on and how you you know perhaps found it or accessed it and i know you said a little bit it was you know connecting with your brother and you went through a very traumatic uh, breakup and i know there's more layers there yeah, there is like a whole combination of things, and I don't know how much I'm gonna have from that. I will just, yeah. I, I'll just do, uh, uh, basically, you know, do like quick rundown of what happened there. So basically, transformation experience. You know, everything starts when you know uh, when you uh, are able to drop everything which you think you know about life. And mm. uh, whenever you know that knowledge, which bo- was was a borrowed knowledge, which you thought is yours. You realize that is not not a, there is no such a thing. You don't know it. You just learned it, and you were downloaded this information yeah. on your computer, on your hard drive, yeah. on your brain, and you claimed it as yours. Like but, when you're a little kid, yeah, you, yeah. You don't know anything yeah. when you're yeah. zero to five or six yeah. years old. They, so they um, upload all this information in trying to tell you who you are, yeah. and then. Uh, whenever something traumatic happens in our lives, then we realize that we are not all that. Mm. You know, because basically, you know, all this is starting, st- starting to separate, like peeling off from us. You yeah. know, it's really taken off. And, and then you kind of feel like you're naked. You're feeling like you don't 
have nothing to identify with anymore and you're trying to see okay so what do I look who who am I then yeah. you know and so that was my intent and the question I pondered upon again and again after or during my separation yeah. time and uh, basically yeah basically it kind of I had to embark on this inner journey which I had no idea nobody teaches you that anywhere you know you just have to kind of like a, like a, a blind person in the room trying to Hope, hoping you're gonna stumble somewhere <laughs> yeah. on some answer somehow by accident but you know I don't believe in accidents either so but you know I was just doing what I could you know trying to listen to different people you know to those uh, coaches you know people yeah. who understand something what I think more about life you know and I stumbled upon very interesting people such as you know I don't know uh, Alan Watts oh Alan yeah Watts, this guy you know he's brilliant yeah he's very influential in, you know in, at, at my very early stages you know, where, you know he kind of like gave me some perspective on life you know kind of like, like he opened up like the whole uh, perspective in a totally different dimension for me yeah he just he just broadened my understanding and 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 and, and, and you know he his uh, zeal he, his openness and he's like you know basically being uh being real raw yeah. and real you know and, and 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 to the point every single time kind of like you know gave me some like glimmer of hope mm. you know so he was one of the people and uh, you know but again you know something happened where you know one thing left to another you know i had my brother was also very uh, instrumental in, in uh, taking me through those difficult times but then you know uh, at work i had a, a beautiful situation i love to say you know where you just mingle with people and you know uh, somebody was there that uh, his name was nate his name is Nate. Yeah, yeah. yeah I actually yeah. had him on the podcast. Yeah, oh, you yeah. did. I did. I had him on uh, just a couple of weeks ago before he left for Bali. So, oh. uh, yeah, that's how I was introduced oh. to you. Oh, okay, okay, good, good. But I guess the guy is like, you know, he, he works in mysterious ways. Yeah, he's a youngster, <laughs> Natural man. Natural Nate. <laughs> but Natural, that's older, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what he does. He just somehow in all the right places at all the right times. Yeah. Anyway, so he's mentioning to me that he was gonna go on some kind of a retreat, which was weird to me. And uh, you know, he said, uh, "Would you like to go?" And at that point, uh, you know, I actually said, "Yeah, why not?" And uh, I didn't know much about it, but it was a um, uh, thing called ayahuasca experience, mm. what have you. Yeah. And you know, like I said, you know, I was so much uh, in. Uh, this desire to get to know who I really was and I thought that would be like instrumental for me I don't know what happened but you know somehow I put it together and we were on our way to it was happening in New Mexico actually so yes we are talking back to going to this ayahuasca uh, trip so um, yeah so I went there it was supposed to be a two-day weekend getaway mm. You know, real quick, you know, kind of a turn around and I was, you know, basically, I didn't even tell nobody much that I was, I was just saying that I'll be back on Monday. So yeah. let me, let me, like for the listener who doesn't know what ayahuasca is, I, I have a tiny understanding. I, I, I think it's a plant medicine. Is that right? Yes, it is. It so is. you were going, did you say to New Mexico? Yes. Yes. To have a two day ceremony retreat there's a shaman or... yeah there, there, there was a shaman actually, okay. an actual shaman not like uh, like you know you would see on this uh, Netflix once somebody who blown by himself but it was an actual person who like for a very long time doing it professionally okay in a way you know, like facilitates facilitates sure. experience yeah 
but yeah, the ayahuasca for me, I didn't know much about it back then at all. You know, I know there was a diatra triptomel or something, you know, chemical in there which kind of puts you into this state of mind where you know it's it's like it's like it's like a basically mind opening experience. Mm, like a psychedelic. It's, it's a psychedelic. Okay, it's a psychedelic. Yeah. And just in, to also let the listener know, this is something that indigenous cultures have been using for hundreds if not thousands absolutely. of years right yes 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 okay. uh, uh, it is absolutely something which i like i said i had no knowledge even right. what it was and what to expect from it but i knew that it is not a recreational thing you go to just have fun with right it's not like ecstasy you're going to the club no, yeah yeah no no absolutely not and like to, to to make it clear you know i never even experienced marijuana or anything any kind of drugs, whatsoever, not even cigarettes whatsoever up to that age wow. of 40. So wow. for me, it was like, you know, as I realized later, was like, uh, uh, you know, was the, 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 the most potent drug there is out there, class, class A, uh, some kind of a, it's up there on the yeah, level of yeah, drugs, yeah. It's, you know, hallucinogenic yeah. or whatever. And so, yeah, and I'm just diving like, you know, because, you know, I was desperate. Let's put it this way. Okay. I was desperate because I did not know. I, I had no idea what to do, who I was, and I was really trying to search and find out who am I. Yeah, and you thought that maybe perhaps this was going to be helpful. Yes, and I'm, again, I, I want to give you a, like a right away thing that to say that it's not that I you know that I would recommend everybody to go through sure. the experience, because like I said, there were like twelve of us, and uh, you know, as far as I know. Uh, I was the only one who had this reaction to it. What right. we will come down later to, to, to explain what, what happened later. But, uh, you know, because I mean, there's different paths, different ways, but they do lead to, to the same experience, which can also be achieved, like I found out later, for meditation, for example. You okay. Know? So it is not like, you know, it's the only way to get there, right. or I know the way to get there. I basically stumbled upon it through that, yeah. which was basically, it, it was supposed to last only for eight hours mm -hmm. uh, each session, which I had two, mm -hmm. and so and it did. I lasted for eight hours each session, the experience, you know. But I would say that it uh, basically uh, opened opened up opened up some gateway for me to uh, to dive deeper within myself. But you know, what uh, happened later is that it was a very deep digging, you know, which uh, you know for me it's a certain things which was not quite. You know, I don't know if they are important or not. You know, they were like definitely out of this world experience for me at that time. Sure. You know, and um, I couldn't understand much what what, or what was happening back then. I had no idea. And if you would ask me what happened, I would be like, I don't know, some crazy happened. I thought I was dying. So and you I, thought you, you took you went to this experience, you drank the ayahuasca. You said twice. You it was two two, two doses two, two evenings two evenings. So. And you and so this was after the fact. You're getting ready to. Yeah, and so uh, supposedly I come out of the second experience after last eight hours, and uh, there was uh, you know things which other people can attest to. But uh, uh, second night, I kind of like come back to my senses and look at people, and everybody looks weird at me. So people like looking like kind of like very suspicious look, and kind of maybe even some fear in their eyes mm, wow. while they're looking at me. Like, so I realized that maybe something happened which, uh, you know, they didn't like much about it. Like, maybe I did something wrong. So I did not know what, what happened. But apparently there was some, you know, like uh, actual egos uh, trying to uh, hold on 
and uh, it didn't hold up too much and actually I had my first deaf experience in there which is like ego deaf I would say sure you know? but it, it actually felt like it was a real death you so felt like you literally physically died. physically died not only I felt it I saw it like I, I, you know, I was like you know they were trying to hold me together because you know I was like become very aggressive let's yeah. put it this way on that mountain and uh, that's why they were upset I found out later on because like uh, 15 people trying to hold me together and they, they couldn't, couldn't do it they, they couldn't do it and wow. it was like uh, you know for me it was like, like yeah. later on I was like wow I was having the same reaction yeah and all of a sudden uh, all of a sudden uh, basically uh, I think everything is alright now and I kind of like cleared my eyes and think I'm, I'm okay now you know and I'm like uh, they were supposed to go somewhere after that you know do some uh activities after the retreat downtown i said no no guys i think i'm gonna go home you know and i'm and i'm sitting to drive my vehicle back to yeah. dallas from so you felt sober or whatever i, I felt okay yeah okay. i felt okay i felt everything's okay everybody i'm okay but i felt like kind of like kind of like you know like not heavy but not sure what happened and kind of like hope everything is all right now yeah and all of a sudden i sit in the car and driving down the mountain and that's uh where my actual experience has actually started to happen. Mm. I actually crashed the truck on the mountain down there and I don't understand what's going on. So obviously police comes, medics come and all of a sudden, you know, I cannot explain what happens and I didn't see, I'm not drunk, I'm not anything, you know, like, okay, what happened? And I'm like, ah. and I don't know what happened. So they take me to the, to the facility. Like, did they arrest you? Uh, they, no, they they, oh. they just took me took uh, in in a vehicle and they yeah. took me to the station because car was not drivable. Ah. So they were just trying to give me a lift. Yeah, some maybe some traumatic happened. They're like, okay, whatever. So basically, after a couple hours, they're releasing me. Mm. They're releasing me from the facility. Did they do like a breathalyzer or did they check you for anything? No, or? no, they didn't no? check. They just did the visual. Apparently, I looked normal to them and I wasn't smelling any you know, alcohol over me or anything like that. Yeah. So there was no visual, you know, nothing like that they could tell. But something is, something was not right. Definitely was. But because I, but, but the thing was, I was actually still under the, uh, this experience was getting deeper. Was mm, okay. So even though the medicine worked itself out, because after eight hours, I was more than eight, it was like maybe 24 hours after it was uh, okay. passed, so supposedly it cleared the system even. But my real inner journey has just begun, because, you know, uh, they let me out, then somehow, you know, um, I go out there and uh, just don't know where I'm at, and, you know, looking lost, and. You know, and weird things start to happen to me. So basically, I act like I would never act. You know, I understand. Weird things like what? Like weird things. Yeah. Like uh, random things. So basically, uh, I just don't know how I realized that. You know, uh, what am I doing wearing all these clothes? I'm just taking everything off. Okay. <laughs> and walking on the on the on the high. On the so highway. naked, walking down the highway. But naked. But naked. And uh, I see the cars, and I just, I just walk in the middle of the things, and uh, apparently people thought it was not normal. <laughs> <laughs> the same guys come in and take me back. Uh, same police. The same police. Yeah. Yeah. And thank God for the police. I tell you that much because those guys were amazing. They were. They were just trying to help the poor guy out, you know. Sure. Because I, I was not, wasn't sure. They weren't sure what happening. Nobody knew. But you weren't like violent or. No, no, no. no. At that point, I, I was very mellow. 
Okay. So they taken me, and you know, I just, I just like kind of like uh, just walking down the road. And so they take me in, and uh, basically uh, I spend like a week in the jail, and they would let me out. They would, uh, they would want to put me in front of the judge and whatever, but I'm not very much being coherent because, you know, like I said, every night, you know, or day, I didn't know what day was or night was, but I'm in this very deep meditative state. I'm very much, I'm, reality outside does not exist for me, basically. Wow. Like, I, I'm like so deep inside, and it's I don't eat. I just, I think I was just fermented drinking milk, maybe some water, you know, whatever. I mean, I don't, I'm not gonna get into many details of sure. what was happening, but the, the the thing was happening. Certain things was happening, and definitely, uh, the search uh, to my answer of who I was was kind of uh, getting up to the surface. Because, oh wow! Because basically, basically, uh, you know, what I again I wouldn't know what to tell you then, but what I found out, and nothing le less than a. a, a basically what they call enlightenment happens to me yeah. because you kind of like see your real self for who you are and whatnot and basically uh, you know it took me almost two and a half weeks of this kind of a tripping or I was not out because all the drugs were out so I want to emphasize it wasn't on the ayahuasca anymore okay I was not having on that was just like to it, it triggered, get you to it the where you needed to be it, yeah. it, it, it triggered me into this you know into this place where or directed me in certain directions yeah. within, yeah. which helped me to, because I had many questions, yeah. know, and I did not think I knew the answers, and I uh, got many revelations, per se, of who I was, or who, my, who I am, and it was, uh, time has stopped, and basically, I was thinking that basically, because you know, about time, and which I found out also later, it, it's not a real, real thing. No. You know, that's what I realized later. I'm like, okay. So the plants kind of, you had this deep desire to, to know who you yes. were in the that was plants my intent. Yeah. pointed you towards that. Yes. And then the rest just started the, to reveal it. The rest is history, yeah, but it was a very much uh, like a lot, a lot of information. You know, a lot of information, a lot of experience. Like, you know, this thing was more real than us sitting here talking to each other. It feels, really. it felt more real it, to you it, than... Yes, yes. It, it, it was, you know, you know because, you know, Again, uh, later on, you realize, you know, that in, in uh, that it, it was it, uh, what Osho, Osho says about it. It's like it was a, 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 a non mind experience. No mind. Yeah. Or okay. Alan Watts calls it out of mind experience. Yeah, that, that lands for me when you say that, that that at first when you said that experience was more real than this is now because this is fleeting. This is what is now and won't be very shortly yeah. after I leave. But knowing who you are is this I, man I, yeah, I don't even yeah, know the it, word it's but, but it that is that it's not changable or it's yeah yeah it is a constant so we're trying to pick up back again from where we left yes and what was it again we were talking about this the plants pointed you towards this place this journey inward mm -hmm. and you were saying that how the experience felt more real than what we're experiencing right. right now yeah, yeah. yeah basically yeah and uh, you know like I realized later on of course you know because you know I started to get back into this to understand what had happened to me because I thought I went crazy at first sure 
I felt something is abnormal happening to me. Yeah, because this that experience is yeah. unlike anything you've ever had. No, no, and and and, and I mean uh, to be to be uh, frank, I mean they actually didn't even know either what to do with me. I went to the mental hospital for a week after the jail. So you were in jail for a week? Yeah. Then the mental hospital for a week. And then they were trying to figure out what was going on. But at that point, nonstop, every day, I was still keep having this experience of uh, this internal transformation. Was it this, it was different or it was just this deepening? It it was getting deeper. It was getting deeper. You know, at some point, you know, which I later on realized, uh, I don't know if you've heard about Rumi. Oh, he's my, the poet? Rumi? Yeah, Yeah, my favorite. So if you, I'm not sure if you do know about it, but uh, the story about him, how he got uh, to his enlightenment. Did you hear that story? No, I I may have, but enlighten me, (laughs) please. But but the story goes is that basically he was just also very observing. And what he was doing, you know, he was observing the kids, you know, like, you know, when we were kids back in the days, we were like, you know, turn like swirl around and just have fun and laugh and fall on the ground and just have, have a ball, you know? Yes. And they, and they would just, he, 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 he was paying attention, they were just having a ball and just, and he was like, like, wow, why are they so excited about such a, you know, uh, basic, simple thing, you know? I'm not excited about that much. So what he does is, is that he takes this, you know, twirling thing. Mm. And that's how you see those the whirling, Sufi, Sufi yeah. mystics. The know, whirling dervishes. Whirling dervishes. Yeah. That's why they got it from. Ah, I love so, that. so basically, they're not just doing it because they uh, like to dance like that, but that's how Rumi uh, uh, attained his enlightenment. He went, I believe, into the woods, the next thing you know. And he was twirling for, like, I believe, 36 hours mm-hmm. straight. So when he was twirling like that, what happened to him, he became like a center of a cyclone, you know? Uh, so yes. basically he became so centered within himself where, 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 where he just went out of his uh, bodily experience mm-hmm. into a different realm. So what was happening to me, which I was thinking was almost crazy, yeah. I was to, like, I, they put me in this room and I have this side mattress and I pick up this huge ass mattress and start twirling it on my head and twirling with it for Did hours you? in a row like this and I would go non-stop I mean like you were twirling non-stop. in the cell or it, were you in a cell in, in or a room, room? In the, it, like in, a, in the containing room like yeah padded room so I wouldn't hurt myself or anybody else yeah you know because of it so, anyway so I'm twirling and twirling and I don't and I, I obviously have explanation why I'm doing it within me but I can't explain it not only to me but I'm but I know I have to do it yeah I just have to do it it's completely crazy so I'm oh, starting, I'm, 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 even even, but I don't care. But you just paid attention to what I was being asked. I just definitely, I, 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 somehow your body knows what it has to do. Yeah. Like nobody told me that. I didn't know about that story. But I later on realized it. No. Or learned about it. Yeah. Uh, much later, and I was throwing wrong. And whenever this throwing happened, you know, at some point, you know, uh, you realize that you know you become so centered within yourself, mm. where you know you just starting from linears like going like this way you your 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 movement uh, all of a sudden goes this way upward straight up straight up and it's not just you like your physical body but somehow something or whatever we call it you know yeah. it goes and you realize that you are leaving not only body you going straight up into a different dimension altogether and it at first it's very scary it's like going like a first is like a hundred uh, like a story building then it's like uh, uh, 
Taj Mahal or Khalifa buildings in uh, Saudi Arabia, yeah. and then it, 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 you 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 live in the earth, literally, you know, yeah. and then you just like you just dispersing into the whole universe and whatnot. And all of a sudden, you know, and of course, you know, I don't remember all the details, but I remember that, you know, it was scary at first, but then you, sure. you come to a certain place where you feel so, you feel home. Mm. I have no other way to describe it. Yeah, you no. feel like you are at home and that's where you want to be and that's where you know it is the closest place in the whole universe. And uh, yeah, and I, I honestly, you know, while it was happening, I am here talking to you now. Yeah. But at that point, I had no idea if I would be ever back in one piece or because I first of all I didn't want to leave. Second of all, you know, uh, I, ho- I was, you didn't want to leave the hospital. No, not the hospital. Or just but, leave but where you my place, what I was inside. Because you found because what you were be, looking because, for. Because yeah, because basically the walls, if you take them, uh, they they create the space. But if you take them, the space is going to be still there. Yeah. But the walls is the ones who are kind of holding it together for us. So the, this body which I am in, you know, it was holding my space, but then, you know, I became, I, I, I transcended the, the space which was only limited to my physical body. So that means, you know, basically, you know, you, one becomes one with the universe. Mm-hmm. One becomes uh, like, you know, he, he doesn't feel any differentiation between you and me. Right. You know, we are all, you realize, you know, not only uh, intricately, intricately, you know, interconnected with each other on yeah. such a level, which is not visible to an eye, right. but nevertheless, it is. You know, yeah. I, you feel one with the sun, with the earth, with the tiny blade of grass. You know, and the and, ant. and and I mean every. I mean, you are you are in it every in the dust particle. You are it. So you know, and it comes to your realization of who you are. Yeah. You know, also, I wouldn't get to all these details you know, at, at one point, I think it was during the ceremony, which I think I skipped, you know, you were, uh, you know, it was like we were sitting in a circle, and I think that kind of, something started to show up even then, you know, when it was like, you know, uh, like, I, I was sitting, we were sitting on that mountain, but, uh, you know, when you were like, you know, basically, you know, you have all this explanations right now your pineal glands start working you know i don't yeah. know the science of it but no i but I, what it happened had happened uh, the, the real deal happened and basically you know i, I was all of a sudden transmitted with all the people uh, you know around me but they weren't just people and i wasn't just a person uh I, you know I, I was like you know like uh, you know like um, like, like there's like a, like a like a huge universe and that's because like a circle is how i you know, i saw it with my closed eyes, yeah. with your inner eye, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and uh, basically, um, you know, you are no other but one of the God, one of the Buddhas, or whatever you call them, you know, yeah. and you, you just, uh, and you know, you just basically casually, you know, creating or destroying worlds or whatever, just playing with the things, and it's just a kind of like a part of the, like normal day out in the woods, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, but you know, these things were like, you know, first you get shot, but then you're like, kind of, oh, but, but that kind of makes sense, you know, because and you know and uh, may, may, after that many people talk about it, of course, and Alan Watts does and every and, and Osha does, you know, about that, you know. Uh, but you have to be very careful. People who are using like things like LSD drugs yeah. or what have you, you yeah. know, you know, first of all, you don't know what you're gonna get, right? You know, yeah. and uh, you, you know, and you can go crazy, and there is no way out of it as well either. Yeah, you know, because you know, it's, you know, something happens, you can't really go back. No. Uh, but the funny thing is that, you know, uh, 
many people, they have a similar experience, but they don't know what to do with it, and they start walking on the streets and, and declaring, I'm God. Go bow down to, oh, yeah. you know. And, and, and many people you have in the mental facilities like that. And, 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 you know, Jesus was also one of the guys who would say, you know, I'm the son of God. Right. You know, and that's why he got crucified. Right. Because you're not allowed to say those things out loud, you know, and, and, and pretend to be something that people, like, it's a blasphemy. But you know, uh, we're all that. We're all that. But you know, this is like basically we are. But the, the, he forgot to say that not only he is a god, you are he, too are as well. Yeah, right. You know, he yeah. There's a caveat there. You yeah, can't yeah. just be. That, 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 I'm yeah. the son of man. I, I'm just like. Uh, well, by the way, you are too. You know, you have we have to put it in the, in the context. Well, right. you and I have both tasted that, and right. and we know, and we're not going around like you said. Just right. You know, because we would still be, you know, you would still be in the facility that you were in. They wouldn't have let you out. And, right, 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 right. Like, what I'm really curious about is, what do you do with that information now that, you know, you've become mm-hmm. a more conscious man? You've, be, you've become enlightened. You are more aware. Like, how did that change your everyday life in the oh, way you... Oh, my God, this, uh, the, the everyday life. I mean, I can tell you one thing that uh, it has been uh, not only... Uh, spiritual transformation or inner transformation everything that happens inner it has its way of uh, showing itself outward mm-hmm. you know and uh, and I, I think that you know my whole life changed I, I know my whole life changed I would say because you know like I after that you know I'm nowhere you know I started to love myself more I started to appreciate myself more uh, I thought that it was selfish, but then you know I I, I wasn't doing enough for myself. Sure. You know? And I, I I lost a bunch of weight. You know, got in the shape I I wasn't when I was twenty two. Nice. You know, and I not because you know just of some egoistic reason, but you know I started to appreciate so much life more when I did before. I appreciate my 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 my, my vehicle I'm yeah. here today. Yeah. You know, and takes care of me. And I'd like to take care of it back, you know. You know, it's not like I owe anything, but it, it's nevertheless it, it, it's a beautiful experience. So transformation, the transformation took place not only inside, but it kind of like you know uh, emulated to be outwardly uh, forwarded as well, right. you know, like in my in my uh, in, in the body. I feel that's great, and I think for the listener, I feel like people want people want their outside life to change. Without changing insights. Without changing the insights. I feel like that, that's that been my experience it, as well. It is impossible because what happens is basically you try, and I've been trying all my life to do that too. Well, you know, people who go, in, especially spend their life in the church, they tell, oh, you have to do this. You see, whenever something is uh, pushed down your throat, you resist that. Of course. You don't want it. Yeah. Even though somewhere you feel guilty of not doing it, and you're trying to do it, but you know, it's half-assed kind yeah. of thing. And it's not even, it's not working, let's yeah. put it this way, it's just fake. Yeah, you want to be able to choose. Yeah, 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 and, and, and it's not working. Now, now, whenever transformation happens, is that something really, like somebody flips the switch yeah. and the light appears. Now, then, you know, you realize that you are that love we talked yeah. about earlier. Yeah. You are not a feeling, but that's who you are. Yeah. This is your essence. This is in essence who you are. And all of a sudden, you are surprised, but there's like a river of living waters coming out of you now. Somehow, you can't, you're not nicer towards it. Now, you don't want to keep it to yourself. Right. You want that thing to go out there and see if it's going to bring life somewhere else out there, you know. And, and at, you now can share, but not from an empty vessel, but from an overflowing vessel. Yeah. And and that's a totally different place you're coming from. Now it's just natural phenomenon. 
It's, it happens naturally to you. You're not forcing yourself. And the change is not forced upon you. You are it in essence, and that's who you are. You don't have to make yourself somebody else. You are it. Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. That's the only difference. That's beautiful. And I just want to be aware of the time, too. And as we start to wind down here, uh, one of the questions I always like to ask, uh, especially you're a man, so even if it's a woman, same question, but uh, I like, as I wind down, to ask uh, the guests, in your experience, in your opinion, you know, what, what is it to be a conscious man out here in the world? What does it mean to you? Mm. Mm. To be a conscious man, uh, well, to be conscious it is to be aware. It's to be aware of yourself, first and foremost. Yeah. And then it becomes, uh, like we talked before uh, just now, uh, it becomes a part of who you are. Now, you know, when we talk about, let's say, meditation, it is the same awareness which we're trying to, again, uh, to somehow force into our life. And we say, okay, I'm going to have to do it now in the mornings and in the evenings. Oh. <laughs> or maybe sometime during the uh, lunch break, uh, if I get uh, some time to do that right. now um, uh, the conscious behavior would be different if we just uh, decided upon that when, whenever the transformation takes place the awareness becomes an intrinsic part of your life so consciousness you are consciousness as yeah. well. you are that mm. whenever you are meditation is uh, it's like walking in the presence of God it's not uh, uh, something you do on Sunday mornings by going to church and right. praising the Lord. <laughs> right. But this is what you do 24-7 and uh, 365 a year. Every okay. single day, every moment, breathing and living, you are conscious yeah. of who you are and what you do. I love that. That feels so true to my being when you said that, man. Like, I can feel that. Like, when, the way it lands over here is... Because you know that. I do, man. You know I've tasted it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's so beautiful. And I'm just thinking about the listener, you know, also feeling into that, like, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Yes. You're not reacting to the world. You're creating your life. Yes. You are love. You are... The present moment creates your future. You see, we are tend to basically uh, experience our life based on our past experience. Yeah. What I mean by that is that basically uh, we're predicting our future looking through the lens of our past experience. Whatever yeah. comes in front of us, we are not being present necessarily, but we're trying to look at it, what has happened in this particular same situation but in our past experience. And, and, and basically what we do, we don't create anything new. new. Mm. We, we just keep repeating the old st stuff. Yeah. Old stuff. So we cannot be spontaneous. Like this podcast. That's right. That's this, right. Yeah. Uh, spontaneous means that it is fresh. Yeah. Every single moment that you step out, every single you breathe in, breathe out, it's a spontaneity. So it, that actually gives that mystery, that beauty, that beautiful, mysterious taste of life. It's not being mundane anymore. Mm. But now you don't know what tomorrow really brings because... It is always, you know, it's going to be a surprise. Yeah. You know, this, and that's what makes life more beautiful. It does. It makes life more uh, worth living for, you know. And you basically live every moment like there is no tomorrow. If you drop down today, 
you were completely present, present enough that you are absolutely fulfilled being mm. right now. Yeah. There is nowhere else to be but now here. You're completely present. You're not like you oh, I gotta be somewhere else and whatnot. No, There's nowhere but, else but, to but, be. But, but here, because wherever right. you're gonna be, it's gonna be that place where you are. Yeah. Because everywhere you go, you bring yourself there. Yeah. Your awareness, your consciousness. Because that never leaves once you become aware of it. That's beautiful. Real quick, give the listener what's one of your practices that you do on a daily basis to remove. I, I imagine some of the listeners may not be at uh, a place where they're completely present all the time. I know that I'm not sometimes, but what do you do on a daily basis to remind yourself to be present? <laughs> uh, I want to give them an action yeah, step, something yeah, yeah, that they can tangibly, physically yeah, feel the see, way see, I'm feeling this. It's palpable that, in the room. That's the problem right there, yeah. you know what? The question itself is because basically what we're trying to do is to um, basically um, possess things. We're yeah. To, yeah. We're trying to cling to things. We're trying That's to think that, oh, if I know that secret real quick, I can do it, and uh, all of a sudden I'll be present 24 7. Now, it would be very cheap to do it like that. Right. You know, that's like salvation. Just raise your hand, you say it. It's impossible. Right, it's a very right, cheap right, right. way to sell apples because yeah. it's not impossible. Now, I cannot give it to you. Right. You are the only one who can take it because it's already within you. Mm. You are the only one who can tap into it. And you, because you are that well. Yeah. But you have to drink from it yourself. And you have to get your own bucket and put that thing in and draw that water for yourself every day. Now, I wish there was an easy pill. I wish there was no, an there, easy yeah. uh, thing. I, there's definitely things I do in my life which is just I enjoy. Yeah, not because I want to be more present. Of course, it, it is not. But you are you are present when you are doing the things that you enjoy. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Every single moment. So try yeah. not to. Maybe for the listener, try not doing things that you don't enjoy. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, even you do things and you think you can enjoy, but you can't enjoy them because you're not being present. Present, right? You know, that's the whole thing. But no, I literally, I love reading. You know, I love meditating. I yeah. Love, because for me. Uh, it is like you know, like I said, it's not just some kind of like a, like a, a donut in the morning thing. But right. It is You've like been on this journey. Eating those for a... sweets, like you know, and you getting like you know, really you know, you have to kind of you know, kind of pace it, pace yeah. yourself, pace yeah. yourself in that. I I like this saying. I heard this once that uh, for anyone out there that is looking for this again. What Slavic is saying is that you don't have to look outside yourself. It's your birthright. You possess it yes. within you. Yes. And uh, the seeing is inside your looking. As long as you're looking for this thing. It's the, 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 the searcher is the searched. Ah. And on that note, thank you very much, Slavic, for uh, taking the time out of your day to sit here with me and talk to everyone out there. I greatly appreciate you. And... Uh, everything you've been through to be able to share uh, your heart with not only me, but all of the listeners out there. So thank you, Scott. I appreciate your time. Thank you very much. You're welcome.